Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome into The Lake Show here on a Friday night. News Talk 830 WCCO. Henry Lake and Josh Wheeler taking you up until 9 p.m. Abbreviated show because of the special programming that we had on between 6 and 7 um, wishing Christopher Tubbs well. It sounds like Christopher Tubbs is under the weather, gave me a text this morning, said that he was not going to be in tonight because he's not feeling good. And, Chris, uh, take care of yourself, man. Get some rest. Uh, and, plus, we know one thing. In the fall, even though it doesn't feel like fall, it feels like spring, uh, there's a lot going around. A lot of people are getting sick. Um, and so take care of yourself. Uh, take whatever meds you need to take. But uh, I, I wish you uh, a, a good weekend and feeling so much better here tonight and tomorrow. I wanted to start tonight's show with a very serious topic um, because it's something that we all care about. Because um, we all care about our safety. We all care about our family safety. And ultimately, there's nobody that we care uh, most about than our children. And I saw a headline earlier today about a situation that occurred at a school. And I said, I got to talk about this. I want to talk about this. And I want to pose a question with regards to the story. And so the the story from earlier today 
um, that I want to get into. Um, and I'm not sure if many of you have heard about this, but there was an incident at a school. Two New Hope students um, were charged after um, loaded semi-automatic guns were found in backpacks. Two teenage brothers were charged Friday with those guns being found in their backpacks following a fight Thursday at Cooper High School in New Hope. Okay? Uh, I think that most people um, know of Cooper as a school, maybe have heard about Cooper. Um, I mean, I've been to Cooper several times for sporting events. It's been years. But um, I, I've known people that have that have worked there. In a letter to the, the families and staff on Thursday, the principal of the school, Shanice Smith, said that there was a serious and troubling incident that occurred at our school. That morning, she said three students were involved in a fight. Staff immediately isolated the students involved. And in the letter, Smith goes on to state, quote, during our investigation into the situation, Administrators called New Hope Police to search the backpacks of two students. The police found firearms in each of the students' backpacks, which they immediately confiscated. In today's world, and even you look, I don't, I don't care about whether it's just today's world of, of 2023, or going back to when I was in high school and, and graduated in 1991. This is a scary situation. This is extremely scary to know that that you've got kids that are bringing firearms, semi-automatic guns, to school. A place that's not supposed to be um, open for target practice. A place that's supposed to be a place of learning where your kids go to get educated. But it's also which is so important, a safe place for your child. My question to any parent out there at 651-461-9226, as a parent, would something like metal detectors at your school or daughter's school make you feel more comfortable about your child's safety at school? Because... It's funny, I, I had a friend, and we, we had had this conversation actually a couple of years ago about um, working in schools. How do you feel? Do you feel safe? Do you ever feel like you're just, um, like you're, you're, you're helpless? Because I think that there are some educators that feel helpless, right? They, they, they see these stories that happen um, all across the country. From one year to the next, whether it's Columbine to uh, was it Marjorie Stone in in Florida, um, we had an incident, and it didn't involve it didn't happen and occur inside a school here in Richfield. I think it happened right outside of the school. But I think that there are some educators that just feel feel helpless, and I think that a lot a lot of educators don't have that on their top of their minds about weapons and people coming to schools and doing certain things. And this is different, right? This is a, this is very different from um, 
the the headlines of like some deranged person goes to Uvalde, right? That's different. This is this is we're talking more so about the students that you teach, the people that are expected to be there and be on their best behaviors and be there learning. But this was not that. If you're a parent, would you? What do you think has to happen? Or would you think could be implemented to ultimately make you feel safe with your kids at school and you not having to worry 24-7 or having that thought, that thought cross your head that they could go to school, they could have a negative interaction with someone, and someone has a weapon. And would utilize that weapon on your son or daughter. 651-461-9226. Cause this is this is scary. And, and, and when I think from my experience, I, I, I've been that person that's that's worked in schools and as an adult in the building have had students get upset with me. Heck, we just saw what, what uh, it was last year. Hey, Josh, was it last year where the teacher in Virginia was shot by the little kid in in her classroom? Like, I think that there's a, a lawsuit that's going on right now. Like, there's a court case with that right now. But wasn't that about a year ago where it was like a, a little? I, I want to say it was like a first grader shot their shot their teacher. Yeah, I believe in so. I, I, I'll have to look it up here. I'm almost positive it was last year though. If it wasn't last year, it's was 21 for sure. I I. I'm not going to sit here and act as though I never once um, tried to talk a kid down or counsel a kid or calm a kid, and it it wasn't – hey, it didn't always work, (laughs) all right? I wasn't – I didn't have a perfect uh, record in terms of being able to try to um, make a situation – that was very volatile. Um, one that everybody walked away like Gandhi had walked into the room. Okay, clearly there's going to be situations where it doesn't matter what you say, it doesn't matter what you do. A kid when they just fly off the handle like that and they get upset, there's no, they can't turn it off. And I've had and I've had situations in the years past where I was like, man, uh, this kid's not only wanting to. Um, get after this other student. Not only does this kid want to get after their teacher, this kid's kind of getting aggressive with me. You know, where I'm, I'm trying to play peacemaker, and they just they don't they don't want to hear it at all. But this is scary. This is this is really scary. And I, and I'm thinking back to years ago. I'm not sure if if I had um when I was in school. I, I'm trying to think of the places that I went to. I don't know if I went to any schools during my high school years where there were schools with metal detectors. I'm trying to remember that. Josh, I don't. What high school did you go to, Josh? Because you went to school in Oklahoma, right? Uh no, actually, I went to uh, I went to high school in Osseo, right in, right in, outside of Maple Grove there. Oh, okay. So, so you went to Osseo? Yep. Osseo. When you were in Osseo, never had a metal detector, right? Nope. nope. Didn't. wasn't really did- uh, wasn't really a thing then. I wonder how many I wonder how many schools right now actually utilize 
metal detectors. Now, I know that we had the situation in St. Paul last year. Remember the uh, the young man was stabbed yeah. to death? And that prompted conversations about uh, metal detectors and all of that. But um, this is not what you, the type of environment you want to see. And I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, specifically, uh, I, I, clearly I'm not blaming the school. Okay, it's not the, the school didn't create this. Okay, um, these young men um, or or women they didn't identify. So, so I, I, so I shouldn't just stereotype right and say that they were men. It could it could have been some 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 women because they, they don't tell you or identify who the juveniles are. Um, but they said, well, no, they did. They said two teenage brothers. They said two ten, teenage brothers. They did say that. So these two teen, teenage brothers. Um, they had in their mind that, look, I'm bringing protection. I'm bringing something to school, and I know it's dangerous. I know that it's harmful, but I don't care. I'm doing it anyway. And they have been charged, uh, according to the report from the Minneapolis uh, Star Tribune. They have been charged um, in Hennepin County Juvenile Court with two uh, felony counts, possessing a dangerous weapon on school property and a minor in possession of a firearm. Um, according to the charges, one of the teens had a Glock. And you know what else, Josh? The weapons were loaded. Hmm. Yeah. A nine millimeter with, a, with an extended clip. Yeah, that's, yeah, I would feel a certain way if I was a parent. Yeah. When, when you hear how this played out the best thing in best case scenario that happened was nobody was hurt there was not a shooting at the school but man this is that's scary that's absolutely scary and uh i don't know as a parent how would you feel what would do you think that even metal detectors would be a deterrent to uh to stuff like this that happened at cooper or the situation that occurred last year over in St. Paul. 651-461-9226. Your reaction, your text on the Cities One Plumbing Talking text line. We do that next year on The Lake Show. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show. News Talk 830-WCCO. 651-461-9226. That's the Cities One Plumbing Talking text line. If you'd like to weigh in on the uh, the topic at hand right now uh, regarding the the teens, the teenage brothers that were charged after bringing loaded semi-automatic guns uh, to school at New Hope, uh, at Cooper High School, actually, in New Hope. Um, they've both been charged with uh, two felony counts, possessing a dangerous weapon on school property and a minor uh, in possession of a firearm. Um, I don't know what we're going to be able to do for there to be some deterrence. Uh, in place for students to to understand that this is beyond unacceptable, that we will this will not stand. Um, and it, we're in a very scary situation in society because we see these situations happen a lot, right, where you have the, the shooters in schools. And I'm talking about we've got two different categories here. We have the category of the deranged, the person that's just flown off the handle, um, that's mad at the world, they're going, and they're just they're doing the unthinkable, okay, in a school. And then we have here students 
who bring weapons to school because they think that if they are disrespected, if they're treated a certain way, if they get into a fight, that that's the way out, that that is the resolution, that that is the answer, and it's not. But I wonder what what are some of the things you think could be deterrents. I did mention and bring up metal detectors. Um, would you feel more comfortable if your son or daughter was out of school that had a metal detect uh, metal detector or detectors? Um, would how would that make you feel? Six five one four six one nine two two six. From the six one two, one person says these kids know there's no repercussion from, from what they do. They get a slap on the wrist and that's it. Uh, same texture says the county attorneys need to stop coddling these kids. Thanks for the text from that uh, listener. Uh, another listener. Um, now, this one is also from the 612. It says, longtime police officer, currently work in a school. I believe the most important thing is to make the students stakeholders and and be able to. Uh, I'm trying to edit this here on the fly and be able to connect with at least one or two adults. Uh, train them to talk it out rather than go to weapons. We need to inject adults that care and are approachable. Metal detectors, kids are smart. If there's a detector, they'll prop, they'll prop, um, they'll prop another door and bypass it. Lots of doors, too many to watch. Now, now that's an interesting um, text chain from that specific texter. Okay, and. They touched on something very, very important, a couple things very important, okay? Specifically, they talked about the the need for the adults to connect with the kids and them have that relationship, right? He, he, they, they mentioned, you know, the students being stakeholders, okay? But they also mentioned that they were a longtime police officer themselves and that they were currently working in a school. To that texter, to that police officer, first off, thank you for everything that you're doing. Secondly, that's changed. And and what I mean by that's changed is that, look, I can sit here. I don't care how many minutes. I don't care how many hours. I don't care how many days. I will forever look at what happened with Derek Chauvin and George Floyd and be angry about what occurred to Mr. Floyd. And everybody understands it was wrong but i said it at the time i'll say it again and i've said this many times because i have friends on various different police um um departments one of the worst decisions that came out of us wanting change because it's okay for us to want change with police departments It's okay for us to want to not see people brutalized. But one of the worst decisions was taking police officers out of schools, their presence. As a school resource officer, not having that is one of the worst decisions. I said it then, I've said it uh, multiple times, and I say it again tonight. It was terrible. You talk about relationships. I mean, think about Charles Adams Jr., football coach at Minneapolis North, who's now in charge of security for the Minnesota Twins. Think about the relationship he has with young kids on the north side. Think about the people 
that have been school resource officers in whatever school, there's a connection there. The, the and, and to me, I think that one of the barriers that's broken down when we talk about when we talk about that connection that that officer's talking about on the um on the text line is that when you see a school resource officer or you have engagement with a police officer a lot you see them all the time at your school you know what you know what it does it builds trust and i cuz and you need that part of it so i agree with that officer that that they're that they're stakeholders the kids are but when you don't have that adult that's that's vowing to protect the children i think you're missing out i think that's a loss for the community it's a loss and and i don't know if we're ever going to get back to a place where it could be a thing cuz now we're i think we're in a space right where people say well we we actually we do need police help now <laughs> well i mean i hope the bridge isn't burned Right? And we know that we're down the number of officers across the board anyway. I, I hope and, and pray that one day we can get that back. Because there are stigmas. We know that. There are stereotypes and stigmas in society. And one of the uh, stereotypes and one of the stigmas is, and, spe- and specifically in the inner city, okay? I'm talking specifically in the inner city. I'm not talking about, about uh, across the entire state. But that. If you're young and you're black, you can't quite trust the police. Just look at the history and the dynamic of the relationship of black people and the police. I tell you this right now. I'm friends with a lot of police. I, I got I got friends on speed dial. When I think of my high school and prominent people that came through the ranks of Minneapolis Police Department, you think about Tony Adams or Charles Adams Sr. or Charles Adams Jr. Those are North High grads. <laughs> I went to North. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to feel a, a certain way when we talk about the level of trust. But I, I, I think that that hurt. I think that that hurt not only the inner city schools. I think it hurt a lot of communities, suburban schools as well. When that SRO stuff happened and you said, no, we're, we're taking this out. And, look, I get it. I, I get that we're going to have a certain feeling in the midst of what took place with George Floyd, but that was absolutely a knee-jerk reaction. That should not have taken place, um, in my estimation, in my opinion. 651-461-9226. We'll take a break, take a look at uh, the local weather, and then I want to get into one of the biggest stories in the last 24 hours, the uh, Clarissa, uh, Clarissa Thompson controversy that occurred um, yesterday, where she stated, and she's, she stated yesterday, and she stated that she has stated it before, is that at times, as a sideline reporter, she has made up reports when she wasn't able to get the info from a coach. It's beyond damaging. It's beyond unacceptable. And so many people in our industry are out 
outraged by it. I'll get to that next year on The Late Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.